0: In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class. A show that shines a light on the wins and losses of everyday history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and today we're looking at a notable moment in hip hop history. The day when the genre was finally recognized by a mainstream award show, albeit imperfectly. The day was February 22nd, 1989. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince's Parents Just Don't Understand became the first hip-hop song to win a Grammy. The award was for Best Rap Performance, a newly created category that was being handed out for the first time that year. The award came as welcome recognition for a musical genre that had been overlooked for more than a decade. Sadly, the importance of the occasion was somewhat undercut by the Recording Academy's decision to not televise the award. The Best Performance Awards for pop, rock, and country were all broadcast live on CBS, but first-time categories, including those for rap, bluegrass, and heavy metal, were handed out during an off-air pre-show. That decision felt like an insult to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, a.k.a. Jeff Towns and Will Smith. Together with most of their fellow nominees, Towns and Smith decided to boycott the show and were not on hand that evening to accept their award. Parents Just Don't Understand was the second single from the duo's second studio album, He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. The upbeat four-minute track dealt with the generational divide between kids and their parents and the many frustrating encounters that stem from it. For example, in the first verse, the Fresh Prince describes the time his mom dragged him shopping for school clothes and insisted on buying the most uncool outfits imaginable, including a plaid shirt with a butterfly collar and a pair of bell-bottom Brady Bunch trousers. When the other kids inevitably made fun of his new look, the rapper's mom remained unsympathetic because, say it with me, parents just don't understand. Take a listen. that was nothing I could do. I tried to relax. I got dressed up in those ancient artifacts. And when I walked into school, it was just as I thought. The kids were cracking up, laughing at the clothes mom bought. And those who weren't laughing still had a ball, because they were pointing and whispering. Told my mom how my day went. She said if they were laughing, you don't need them because they're not good friends. For the next six hours, I tried to explain to my mom that I was going to have to go through this about 200 more times. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. Released in the spring of 1988, Parents Just Don't Understand went on to become a crossover hit, eventually peaking at number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart. The song's playful tone and relatable subject matter likely boosted its mainstream success. In fact, commercial appeal was something shared by all the songs nominated for Best Rap Performance in 1989. The other nominees that year were J.J. Fad's Supersonic, Cool Moe Wild Wild West, LL Cool J's Going Back to Cali, and Salt-N-Pepa's Push It. It was a deserving group of artists, but they weren't fully representative of the genre circa 1989. At the time, gangster rap was gaining ground with listeners, bringing with it a more abrasive sound and more explicit themes. The Grammy Awards chose to sidestep any potential controversy by only nominating more radio-friendly rap songs for its first award. That meant passing over the more recently released works of groups like Public Enemy and NWA in favor of tracks that had been released up to three years prior. Nonetheless, the addition of the best rap performance category was viewed as a major win by those in the industry. Jeff Towns later recalled the moment's meaning, telling the New York Times, quote, The excitement was through the roof. It was validation for the culture. It was well earned validation too, because as Will Smith pointed out in his 2021 memoir, quote, rap music had outsold the industry that year. We deserved to be there. Imagine the disappointment then when Towns, Smith, and their fellow nominees learned that the first rap award acceptance wouldn't be part of the televised ceremony. In response, Def Jam Records' Russell Simmons and Lior Cohen began organizing a boycott of the event. Two weeks before the awards show, they released a statement announcing the boycott and accusing the Recording Academy of, quote, ghettoizing rap music by denying it airtime. The Grammy's official response downplayed the omission, claiming that, quote, when you have 76 Grammy categories and you only have time to put 12 on air, you've got 64 unhappy groups of people. The artists represented by Simmons and Cohen weren't appeased by that explanation. Will Smith called the snub a slap in the face and went on to say, You go to school for 12 years, they give you your diploma, and then they deny you that walk down the aisle. In the end, three of the five nominees for Best Rap Performance chose not to attend the 31st annual Grammy Awards. The artists who boycotted were LL Cool J, Salt-N-Pepa, and the awards winners, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Other rappers, such as Public Enemy and Slick Rick, declined invitations to the event as well, in solidarity. Although the Recording Academy would never admit it, the Grammy's boycott seemed to work. The award for Best Rap Performance was televised the following year, with the trophy going to Young MC's Bust a Move. From that point on, the award was split into two categories, Best Rap Solo Performance and Best Rap Solo Performance by a Duo or Group. Both awards, as well as several later editions, continued to be televised each year. However, in 2015, history repeated itself when no rap awards were presented on air at the Grammys for the first time in 25 years. For many, the omission was a sad reminder that the more things change, the more they stay the same. The one exception, of course, is Will Smith, who never got tangled up in award show controversy ever again. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can write to me directly by emailing thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class.